I know what you're up to. Meet me at the library in 24 hours. I know what you're up to. Meet me at the library in 24 hours. I know what you're up to. Meet me at the library in 24 hours. Oh god, what have I gotten myself into? So, uh, here's the thing. The note says, meet me at the library in 24 hours. It was left on my door roughly 18 hours ago, which means that I have roughly six hours until whoever wrote it wants me to be at the library. Of those roughly 18 hours, I've spent roughly 11 going over all of the possibilities of who they could be and what they want, roughly 4 lying in bed trying not to think about how much danger I might be in right now, which leaves roughly uh, 3 hours of sleep. And yeah, you can bet that roughly that whole time I was dreaming of the worst case scenarios. So basically what I'm saying is I've spent a lot of time thinking about what's going on, and I still have absolutely no idea. Oh, and I'm very sleep deprived. So I'm kind of freaking out right now. And I gotta be honest, no matter which way I think about it, not a lot of possibilities look too great for me. I mean, the obvious first thought is that it's from whoever took Aiden. Of course they would want to try to interfere with what I'm doing. Well, they already tried when they made me sick last weekend. And the whole leaving the note on the door thing seems very ominous. But then, when you put more thought into it, that theory starts to fall apart. Like, if this is really them, then why would they go through the effort of coming to my dorm, leaving a note, then telling me to meet them somewhere the next day? It just seems like a lot of unnecessary work, doesn't it? Why not just come into my room and talk to me, or take me away, or, or, or kill me, or, or whatever it is they're going to do to stop me? If they wanted to be less conspicuous about it, I'm living with one of them for God's sake. Well, why not just have their imposter take me to the library? Why even bother with a library in the first place? There are just too many questions. So I don't think it's them trying to trick me into going to the library so I can get whacked or whatever. I mean, I mean, unless that's what they want me to think, but. Why? You know what? No, I, I could run in circles with that idea forever, so let's move on to theory number two. This is from the people behind all this, but they're only trying to scare me. I mean, that's still one of my theories about the sickness attack. Maybe if they don't want to raise suspicion by actually doing something to me, then they just want to scare me. Threaten me in any way possible so I'll stop looking into them. But then, if they keep having to be so indirect, what could this possibly be to make me stop? It seems like they don't want to actually touch me, but, but why? They had no problem taking Aiden, so why not just take me out and replace me, too? Unless they don't want to take a second person, because that would be risky? But like, would it, though? No one's noticed Aiden's gone except me. <laughs> oh, he might not even be the first one. Maybe half the entire school has been replaced, and no one knows. Is that... Is that why they took him? Maybe Aiden knew one of his friends had been replaced just like me. 
Maybe he was going through the exact same thing I am now. Maybe he noticed something bad going on. I mean, he didn't seem like the investigative type, but... You know, when that power shortage thing happened, he was gone for a while before the imposter took his place. Maybe he was investigating it, and he... And he... Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't know what happened to him. If he's okay, if, if he's even alive, but somehow they caught up to him, and now someone else is in his place, and no one noticed. No one even knows that he's gone. He's just, he's been totally forgotten, except for me. I remember him, which makes me want to find out the truth, but, but what if I'm just going down the same path he did? If what happened to him happens to me, then then no one will remember him. He, he'll be forgotten forever, just just replaced like he was nothing, like, like his life had no meaning at all. And then, then maybe that'll happen to me. I, I mean, I'd hope that if I were replaced, my friends and family would notice, but if it worked on everyone here... Look, like I said, I, I don't think that it adds up that they're trying to kidnap and replace me because... If they wanted to do that, they would have just done it already, but... I don't know. I don't know who's doing this, or what their plan is, or what their motives are, or what they can do. So... What if I just didn't go? Regardless of if they're trying to kill me, or scare me, or even if it's someone else entirely. The fact is, I don't know who they are or what they want with me and my life could very well be in danger. So if I don't show up, what then? What's their next move? They could attack me from a distance again, but, but maybe this way I can show that I still have control in this situation, and, and I can still... Oh, damn it. Hey. Hey. Is, is everything okay? No, Joaquin, actually everything is not okay. Okay. I wanted to talk about it last night, but when I got home, it was already time for lights out. Is this about Do you the... really think that you could keep it a secret from secret? me? No, I mean, I thought you... Wait, you don't know who did it? What do you mean? Of course I know who did it. You did it! Uh, what? All of this gossip around school. People are talking about me, and I know you're the one who started it. Oh. I didn't know it was happening until I met up with my study group last night, but they told me you've been asking them some really invasive questions about me and kept saying I'm acting weird. And now they're acting weird, and it makes me feel weird, and it was slowing down our productivity last yeah, night. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean for it to be, like, a thing. Really? And who else have you been spreading rumors to? Huh? Does the whole school think that I'm suddenly acting differently now? Do they think I'm some, uh, some freak? No. Look, Aiden, I, I'm sorry. I, I haven't been trying to gossip about you or, or put any ideas into people's heads. I, I just... I just talked to a few of your friends because last week you seemed a little sick, so I wanted to make sure you were okay. Sick? Hm. Right. That's all it was. You, you thought I was acting sick? Okay. Well, um, I don't want anyone around here thinking I'm sick anymore, alright? Because if people start getting this idea that I'm sick, then it might ruin my image and that would not be good for me, so... I'd appreciate it if you get this idea of me being sick out of your head. 
Understand? Yes. Very, very clear. Good. Wait, is there nothing else you wanted to talk to me about? No. I think I got everything off my chest, thanks. Now, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go make up last night's lost time on my own. All that group seems to care about is partying anyway. He... He had no idea about the note. Like, he was completely clueless. I mean, unless he's a really good actor, but... Well, no, you you heard that flimsy-ass veiled threat. He can barely keep up this act as Aiden. So, if he doesn't know about it, then who the... I mean, unless it's from whoever he's working with and they don't want him to know, but... Well, why would... I... Hold on, I, I just need to... Okay. It's been a few hours. It's nearly time to go to the library. And yeah, I decided that I should go. I'm still terrified, but I think I need to do this. Because if I don't, what is that going to accomplish, really? Whoever left that note will just find another way to meet up with me, and I'd just be delaying the inevitable. And after the hell that's been the last 23 hours, I, I just want to rip this band-aid off and not have to worry about it anymore. I mean, at least if I die, I won't have to worry about whether or not I'm going to die anymore. Uh, I've made some efforts to calm myself down. I, I mean, I can't stop my thoughts from racing or my heart from pounding, but... It's not going to do me any good to rush into this situation being completely overrun by anxiety, so I've been working on grounding myself and trying to get to a place where, even if I'm still terrified, I'll still be well enough to go. <laughs> wow, that's, that's some therapy talk right there. Claudia would be proud of me. But, yeah, I stopped trying to figure out who it is. I'm not going to be able to come up with an answer, so I'm just torturing myself. I took the time to breathe, and I just tried remembering the good things in my life. Granted, none of them are here, but when I turn 18 in a couple months, I'll be able to see them again. And they're probably like visiting hours or something, right? Anyway, even if there are weekends people can visit, chance is halfway across the country. Oh yeah, the surprise, the good things I'm talking about is mostly my boyfriend. Sue me. Anyway, I want to make him spend money on a plane ticket to Providence, Colorado, in the middle of the mountains, in the middle of nowhere, just to be here for like a day and a half. So, I thought if I can't see him till I get out of here, and it's been driving me crazy not being able to talk to him, then maybe I should write him a letter. I'm shit at writing letters, not like chance, but I figured I'd try because, because I miss him. So, yeah, there you go. No, I'm not going to read it. Ugh. I just wrote about how I'm missing him and I hope everything's going well at the restaurant and how school is going and stuff. I figured I probably shouldn't mention the whole my roommate has been replaced and I'm trying to solve a really big conspiracy and now my life might be in danger thing because that sounds absolutely crazy and I would have no way of backing myself up via letter, so 
Yeah, I, I held off on that one for now. But it, it just felt right doing this. We haven't really been separated like this since... Well, even since we were just friends. and I've been so wrapped up in the note on my door that I nearly forgot that today we should be having tea time. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's what we call giving him his testosterone injections. It's the first time since he started tea that I won't be there with him. I mean, obviously he's fine doing it on his own. I was really just there for moral support, but I just wish I was there with him. I know he hates needles. And he and his parents are starting expansions on the restaurant. And God, I just want to ask him how it's going. And I, I'm so proud of him. And I miss him. So, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I, uh, I, I wrote him a letter. It's too late to send it out tonight. So I, I'm leaving it on my desk. And if anything happens to me tonight, hopefully whoever has to clear out my stuff will see it and send it out. Chance will know I was thinking about him. Sorry. Um. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm here. I'm here at the library. It's 10 o'clock on the dot, so whoever wants to see me should be here any minute. I figured it would be a good idea to record this for evidence, you know, assuming I get out of here alive and all. I have the Olympus hidden in my pocket, and I have some books laid out like I'm studying. Hopefully it looks like I'm just quietly reading to myself and not talking to no one. There's not really anyone here. I mean... It's pretty late. The library's closing soon, and really just a librarian at the front desk and a few students scattered at a couple tables. Still, though, this is a public place, so that's good. Less chance of me getting hurt, I guess. Uh, I'm not super sure how I'm supposed to recognize the person I'm supposed to meet. I mean, I guess they'll probably just sit down here at my table, right? And be like, don't make any sort of movements or whatever. I mean, I guess they're going to have to be discreet. You know, a library is actually the perfect balance of public, but still needing to keep a low profile, so... Anyway, I I'm just going to wait and, and hope oh, that... Oh, hey, there you are. How's the studying coming? Uh, hi, sorry. I, I think you might be looking for someone else. <laughs> You're so funny. No, Joaquin. Wait, I... I know you. You Look... I'm kind of waiting for someone right now, and it's actually really important, Excuse so... Excuse me. People are trying to study. Oh, Mrs. Stafferty, I'm sorry. This is Joaquin, and I'm tutoring him. He's just 
a little frustrated with his European history homework. Oh, Hattie, lovely to see you. Well, you go right along. Just make sure your student there keeps it to himself. Well, hmm? No, I, I'm not... Say, Mrs. Stafferty, we're actually looking for a specific book that's not up here in the stacks. Would you mind if we went down to the basement and looked in storage? Of course, darling. You know the code to get in. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, ma'am. Ow. Hey, let go of my hand. What are you doing? Dude, come on. Work with me here. Wait. Wait. So you're the one... Well, we'll be out of your way now. And hey, don't let Clark near the Xerox machine again. <laughs> Oh, Hattie, stop. You two have a good study session. Hattie, so you... And the note, and, and Aiden... Not he, here, man. Just wait a minute and we can talk about all of that, okay? Wait, 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 wait. Where are you taking me? Relax. It's just the basement. It's the perfect place to talk. It's all storage for books. Nobody ever uses it, so no one will bother us. Are students allowed there? Nope. But Mrs. Dafferty likes me. Wow, it is stuffy down here. Isn't it great? Stuffy, kind of frigid, totally removed from the rest of the school. I come here after hours all the time just to chill or draw on the margins of books no one's checked out for like 60 years. And there are passageways to a bunch of other places down here too. Boiler room, mailing room. The halls down here basically go across the whole campus. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I get into a lot of trouble down here. Huh. Wait, Hattie, I, I like, know you. You're, you're an Aiden study group. I've seen you at Calc. Professor Jacobs loves you. You're like the star student. You don't seem like the type to cause trouble in secret underground tunnels. <laughs> I know, right? It takes a lot of hard work to get all the profs to trust you. Besides, nothing down here is a secret. I'm just good at getting access to them. All right, now spill everything. Well, Me? I have no idea what the hell's going on here. You should be the one spilling. What do you mean? You're the one who knows all the weird shit going on. That's why I wanted you to meet me here. And you left the note on my door. Yeah? Are you surprised? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Well, who the hell were you expecting? I don't know. Someone older and scarier. Look, I was expecting it to be someone trying to stop me. I thought I was going to be threatened or hurt or worse, so... Yeah, I'm a little surprised. You mean you never considered it could be someone on your side? You just went straight to the murder scenario? (laughs) The note was extremely ominous, okay? Did you have to make it sound so impending? I was just being straightforward. I know what you're up to. Meet me in the library in 24 hours. I mean, how much more clear do I need to be? Okay, okay, whatever. Just, why did you want to talk to me? No one at the school seems to have noticed anything has happened. Why are we here? Because I believe you, Joaquin, and I need to know what's going on. You believe me? I do. I mean, I kind of thought you were cuckoo bananas at first when you knocked on my door and asked about Aiden being gone. And then when you started interrogating our study group, I sort of dismissed everything you said as cuckoo bananas talk. But then as time went on, I realized that Aiden was acting different. He's usually pretty chill, like... He works hard, but he's more go with the flow, but that's not the Aiden I've been seeing. He's been a lot more rude and a hard ass about everything. And at first I thought, oh, maybe he's having a weird week or something, but it just, it didn't feel right. And I kept thinking about what you said to us, and after a while he just, 
He didn't look right. And I couldn't put my finger on it, but then I remembered a few months ago I had drawn him. Wait, you you drew him? Yeah, I, I draw pretty much everyone at Delphic Peak in my sketchbook. It's good for figure studies. That's... Have you drawn me? Yeah, I draw everyone, but that's not the point. The point is... Look, this is a drawing I did of Aiden, like, three months ago. That... that looks nothing like our Aiden. And, look, this one is from six months ago. These two are from over a year ago. They're all the same, but none of them look like the guy who's saying he's Aiden. Somehow he's, he's made us forget, and now everyone is convinced that he's Aiden. And it's, it's freaky. I, I've known Aiden for like two and a half years, and I would have never known if I didn't have these drawings. So no one would know he was a different person unless they had something like this, something that's associated with the real Aiden. So anyone could know. Well, yeah. What did you think? That you were special and that it was your magical destiny or well, something? No, no, of course not. <laughs> it, it, it just seemed very peculiar that I was the only one who realized that our imposter friend wasn't the real Aiden. <laughs> imposter friend? Is that what you call him? I mean, yeah. Not, not really. I don't really call him anything in particular. <laughs> imposter friend? <laughs> That's goofy. We should probably come up with a name for him, though, right? Sure. So, anyway, I have this recording and Faden. I- Faden! What? That's what we'll call him! What are you talking about? Fake Aiden. Faden! It's portmanteau. Right. Okay. Well, I was saying that I have this recording of Aiden. The real Aiden, not Faden. Look. Whoa, 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 have you been recording this whole thing? What are you, a fed? No, obviously I'm not a fed. Then why have you been recording all of this? That's a real creep move, Joaquin. I was... You're the one who secretly draws people. This is for the investigation. It is not a secret. I do it out in the open. You just never asked. Okay, well, this is just to record evidence. And it's already helped me a lot, so just listen to this recording and I'll explain everything I know. Okay. Wow. So, you think this is, like, memory erasure? I think it's more like memory replacement, or or manipulating our memories so much that we wouldn't even notice something being replaced. Or someone. Right. But the thing is, I don't know how well it's working. All it took was one listen to that recording, or or one look at your old sketches, and we knew. So maybe they're changing our memories somehow, but but this is still like a a trial or something. I mean, none of those journals even mentioned getting past the phasing of testing on mice, which could mean that whatever technology they used to do this, it it doesn't work perfectly yet. This is uh, a lot to take in. So, what's next? Next? I, uh, I I didn't think that far ahead. Really? I kind of got the vibe that you were inserting yourself into the investigation. Well, no, I... I just... After I saw those sketches, I needed to know what was going on. I just... I kind of just hoped that you'd have all the answers. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. Well, 
I mean, we have to keep looking into it now. There's no way I could just let this go. Well, maybe that's not a bad thing. It'll be risky. Risky even for me. I mean, I worked hard to get those professors to trust me, and I can't lose that. Well... Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay, okay, let's do it. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hattie, I, I still don't, like, like, know you. Not really. I mean, how do I know this isn't a setup? How do I know that you weren't sent out by whoever's behind all of this? The roommate replacement committee. Right, the roommate (laughs) replacement committee. For all I know, you could be someone else sent out by them. You might have even replaced the real Hattie, and I'd have no way of knowing. Hmm. Well, I guess you can't know for sure. Well... That, that's very comforting, thanks. Look, look, I'm, I'm not crazy about it either, but you said yourself that you've been struggling on your own, and I would have never thought to look into traumatized rat therapy like you did. Well, that's not really <laughs> what I... I'm not saying that we have to be ride or die or anything. I just, I want to get to the bottom of this. But you need to understand that my reputation is too important, and if I ever want out, I'm out. The simple fact is, is we'd probably benefit from doing this together. And... Besides, even if we don't team up, I won't be able to stop myself from doing it on my own. (laughs) And I will be competitive about it. Okay, okay. You've convinced me. I'm just not used to having... I'm not used to having help. Hey. Team? Team. Astra is written, directed, and produced by B. Delapiane, with story editing by Elliot Sutton and Sienna Delapiane, art by Deja Brown, and music by Cole Ramirez. Episode 4, The Basement, featured the voices of B. Delapiane as Joaquin, Rachel Feria as Hattie, Aiden Blank as Faden, Jesse Carl as the Space Being, and Rebecca Rich as the Librarian. For more information, visit our website in What's next for the Investigation Squad? Be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening so you can hear new episodes of In Ostra every Saturday. And thank you to everyone who's left us reviews. It's been so amazing to see everyone's thoughts. If you haven't left one yet and you want to help the show, please consider doing it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr, all at In Ostra Podcast, and talk about the show online using the hashtag In Ostra Pod. If you've listened this far, tweet or comment at us saying, okay, but what if Hattie is actually Faden, who's actually Aiden, who's just really good at character voices. It'll be our little inside joke. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Until then, stay warm. It's cold in space.